You're tuning into. You're now tuning into. Codename Zizi. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. This is week. What is this? Week four? four. I think so. Yeah. Week yes. four. Welcome to week four of the podcast. I am Basil Anthony. I'm Tyrone. And let's just get right into the topic. Um, <laughs> I see what you did there. See what I did there. That was funny. So we're going to talk about. One of uh one of used to be one of my favorite rappers, but not anymore. The baby and a little bit of cancel culture. Yeah, I think we're going to use this topic to get into cancel culture and basically, do we think cancel culture is overreaching? Is it becoming too much, or is it exactly what we need right now? So, I mean, I guess we can kind of start by giving a little background about what the baby said and what got him into the mess. The <laughs> <laughs> <Dumb> mess. <laughs> Do you see on Twitter? It's called like it's like hashtag duh apology. Really? Like, yeah, they out of pocket. I love black mess. Twitter because like not duh apology. Duh apology. Duh apology that he could uh, kept right. It was trash. But let's that first on. one, the second one by his PR. The first no, the first good. yeah, the first one was actually written by him. Yeah, you could tell. <laughs> the second but. was written by uh, Stacy. <laughs> Stacy and PR. Stacy and PR wrote that because I know he didn't say that. So let's right. get into give him the benefit of the doubt. He may have. Okay. With, anyway, okay, with, let's say with what work Let's tools. just get into okay. um what he said. So the two major comments that got him into trouble with the LGBTQ community and just kind of Everybody. the world in general. <laughs> the first was regarding HIV and AIDS. So starting um where was he at? This was was this La La Palooza or was this no, this, this was Rolling Loud, Rolling Loud. So pretty much he was performing and he opened his set with a series of I guess he thought crowd starters, like to get crowd, the crowd starters started. that didn't pertain to him per right. se. Right. So pretty much, he started by saying, "Put your cell phones light up if you blank." So you know, pretty much trying to say like, okay, if you're doing this thing that he finds cool or decent or a good thing, put your cell phone lighters up. So the first thing he says is, "Put your cell phone light up if." Let me make sure I get the quote. If you didn't show up today with HIV, AIDS, any of them deadly sexually transmitted diseases that will make you die in two, three weeks, then put your cell phone light up. Now, so I'm trying to figure out where he got that information. Right. Is this the 1950s? Right. But let's let's just get right into the second comment. Then we can probably discuss them all together. Which of the three is the the least right. problematic? But let's go. Right. Um. Because even though this is an explicit shot, then we're gonna blink. Certain words. Certain words, because we don't want it to be too crazy. This is also on YouTube, and let's not get demonetized before we even get monetized. So pretty much, he said, what was the first one? Okay, ladies, if you're... (laughs) You know what that means. Smells like water, put your cell phone... Oh, wait, put a cell phone, light them up. Okay. But but that that one didn't really get him into any trouble. That was just... That was just weird. Being, I guess I don't know. I feel like Meg or like City Girls could have said that and it would have sounded better. But coming right. from the baby, it was kind of very strange, right? But then he says, "Fellas, if you ain't sucking, okay, now first of all, not that same the fact. What the? I'm leaving it in the podcast. Thank oh you. Oh my gosh! If you if you ain't sucking blank mm-hmm. in the parking lot, put your cell phone light up. Keep it real." 
And then that DJ who's like, oh yeah, yeah, some of y'all DJ Save or whatever, like whoever. Some of y'all be sus. Some of y'all sus. Da, 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 da. I'm like, were, were you watch? Were you out there watching it? You saw it go right, down, right? So it's just. <laughs> so I don't know. First of all, do you think that those comments were cancel worthy? Let's just probably like get right to that. I don't know if cancel worthy was what I would say. I think they were really inappropriate. Definitely right. inappropriate. I'm like not. They were really inappropriate, right? right and I just right. don't think that that was something to hype the crowd up. You wouldn't hear like, you know. I just feel like that's not a, a crowd hyping type of statement to make, right? Right. <laughs> you know, like I just think it was just, it was just, it was ill placed. It shouldn't have been said by him, right? You know, it just. I don't think cancel worthy is the best word for it, but I just think it was really inappropriate, and I think he should have said something way different. Right. And it's just like, yeah, first of all, like like you said, a lot of people made the comment of just like, it was so unnecessary. Like, it was the most random things to say, and it was so unnecessary. And it's like, especially when you're talking about HIV or a sexually transmitted disease, for people or individuals who are dealing with that type of thing, like that's a very sensitive and it's a very serious matter that probably shouldn't even be one discussed upon in a performance like that to get a call and response. Like it's just, it should have stayed out of that. And then to spread inaccurate information regarding HIV and AIDS, basically saying that someone would die in three weeks, which I don't know if you were looking at a health documentary from like the 19 whatever's, but 1800s maybe, right. Cause I don't but know. That's not really the truth anymore. Not, not, not really. It isn't the truth anymore for people who have, HIV or AIDS with the current medicines that have like most people live pretty much normal lives with those type of um, diseases and illnesses. And then the whole sucking in the park, it's just, it just, it it didn't make sense. Yeah. It's just like, first of all, I mean, to give some context, because I think one of the, the the big reason why he got into trouble was his response afterwards. He pretty much said that he understood why his HIV comments were probably insensitive and wrong. But his other comments, he was pretty much saying that like he didn't say anything wrong about the LGBTQ community and that he has nothing against them. You know, like that's a lot of his fans. And apparently he was and apparently he was dancing the whole night. He was getting lit with the dude with a crop top on in the front row. So I'm like, first of all, which I'm like, oh well, keep your mouth shut because that could have possibly got him canceled too, because then people would have said like Oh, so a man who wears a crop top is automatically <laughs> a part of the LGBTQ community, but which we know is not not true. Not you true. Know, like, there's, there's a lot of fashions out there, a lot of straight men that I see in crop tops. And right. listen, it's a lot of football players now. That's a trend. I mean, everybody has their opinion of basically what it is or whatever. But there's a lot of fashion trends that like are just popping up nowadays that are kind of quote unquote gender fluid, if you would say. But even though most even though most fashions are just all of this stuff is pretty much made up by society that just Honestly. randomly chose which things are for guys and which things are for girls. So it's kind of hard to even say gender fluid in that way. But anyway, so he didn't. And this is where I gave him a, a little, I was discussing this with like a family member. And I was saying sometimes when you really don't have hate in your heart to a certain, towards a certain group, this may be the case. You really do become like defensive or hurt when someone tries to, like, portray you as a certain way. But I'm like, if that really is the case that you said that you don't have anything against the LGBTQ community and that's a lot of your fans and stuff, then maybe just 
hear what they were saying, hear what the community is saying to you and just say, like, just apologize and move on because pretty much the comments, if you're saying put your lighter up, if you're a guy and wasn't sucking in a parking lot, it's pretty much already know, like, the group that you're targeting. Like, yeah, I mean, even even his response to it, it was like, oh, you know, my LGB, you know, TQ uh, fam, friends and family who like listen to me, they not doing that in the parking lot. They had to go in like good hotel, and I was just like, "You're good not hotel. making it." He's oh, like, right. "They don't do it in the parking lot. You had to go to a five star hotel, X, Y, and Z." So right. again, I was listening to another podcast about this, and it's like, "How do you know they are? You is it a, <laughs> is there a survey out of like where do you suck at, at the park, like right. the parking see, lot, the and park?" That's the case, and that and that's the that's the point. If that if that was the point that you were trying to make about sucking it in the parking lot is just dirty in general, having sex in it. If that was the point that you were trying to make in a funny way, then it shouldn't have been directed at guys doing that to another guy. It should have just been put your lighter up if you didn't have sex in the parking lot just now or something. Yeah. Like, or, you know what I'm saying? So it just seemed, I don't know, the whole situation, it's just like... It was real funky. I didn't, I was not a fan of it. And it sucks because I was a, a really big fan of the baby. And it's like, it just irritated me because it's like, why, you know, why is this something you have to say? But at the same time, I think that his comments kind of, I don't know, what is the word for it? But it kind of like puts a negative taste in someone's mouth when it comes to that community. Because now, right. you know, they're looking at that community, the LGBT, like they're looking at that community like, oh, they've been in a parking lot or, right, you know, it's like, right, right. it's again, so it's like, so now you're like, you know, putting this spotlight on a whole community over something that you one should not have said because you're not a part of that community as far as we know we don't know but like you're not a part of that community so why say something right, you know if right. i'm if i'm a rapper i'm not going to go and say you know put your horchatas up in the air because that's not my that's not my tradition that's not my community right i don't even know what it like because it's like that's not what i should be saying right i should right. stick to what what i am you know what i am representing yeah very true so he could say if you love the baby, put your put your lighters up. Right, that makes that sense. Could, that could have been like, or if you hear to get you're under up five tonight, four, put right. your lighters up. Right, like he could have said a number of things that, and it's just, I don't know. To me, it's becoming like a lot of people complain about cancel culture. That is just like it's so harsh, and they cancel everybody for anything. But at the same time, it's like okay, if you're an artist or a celebrity that knows that now, it's like. Come on and like smart and just smarten up a bit too about the things that you say. And that's the that's the issue is that oftentimes when people say cancel worthy or what people think is cancel worthy things, they really don't realize how what they said is cancel worthy. You get what I'm saying? So instead of like oh, sometimes, not all the time, because yeah, I'm about to say some people use it as a cop up. I did not know. Oh, so you white and been living in this country for how many years and didn't know that the N-word is something that some people don't want you to say? Like, you know what I'm saying? Oof. Like, I think you need to put an explosion on that one. Right. Just, come on, let's go. Boom, boom. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, okay, I don't want to keep hearing the BS. And then it's like, if you don't know so much, educate yourself. You live in a world with so many different people that you have to interact with on a daily basis. Learn something about people other than yourself. Like, and my just, thing is, again, apologize. So, you know, being from Philly, there's a lot of things that people would call 
people who like live here. And for a while, there were some terms I didn't know were offensive or considered racist. Right, right. You know, you go to a Chinese store, you know what they call them. Yeah. Or you go to like, and I didn't know that. I never personally said it to like the, but like I know when I went to school, I I think I made reference and I said one of those slurs, and one of my friends checked the check me on it was like. You know that's inappropriate. And I, I mean, at that time, listen, right. call me stupid. I didn't know. Right. I never right. Googled it. I just, you know, no one's ever said anything negative about it. So I'm like, oh, okay. Right. So I called it, say this name. But it's like, once I got told that, I'm like, oh, wow. So it's like, I mean, it's, again, it's not, I'm not on this major stage, but to me, it's like, okay, wow. Didn't know that was inappropriate. Didn't know that was offensive. Right. Apologize for that. Or even if I see something I posted on Facebook and it's like, oh, you have a memory from 10 years ago. And I'm like, whoa, what did I say? Right, right. Like, I'll and go ahead and delete part. that, take right. it away. But the same thing is like, you just have to be smart enough to just be like, you know what? Didn't know that this was offensive or didn't know this would make you feel some type of way. So I am sorry. Won't say it again. Right. End of situation. End of story. End of story. Yeah. And it's just. And that's the thing is like no one expects someone to be perfect and know all things like we all have said or done something that could possibly be seen as like offensive to someone. But that's the point is to recognize that you might have biases and it's to just have an open ear to what someone, especially, especially when you're not in a certain community and a certain community is telling you that something offended them. Just listen. Like, you don't know their lived experience. It's not your time so, to shine to say, well, right. you shouldn't be offended by this. Right. It's not your time to because shine. Because at the point when people are calling you out, they are saying what you said was disrespectful, but they're not yet trying to get to the point where they're probably saying you're a horrible person or all these things like if you respond in a very willing to learn kind of like humanistic way, but when you double down and don't want to apologize and double down. That's when people start to get a different perception of the type of person you are. And that's when I think a lot of the quote unquote cancel culture begins because again, we're, I think we're going to get back into the soon, but cancel culture to me, everyone gets so offended and so upset by that. At the same time, Anybody anywhere can say I can say Betty White is canceled right now. Right. I'm not going to start a new hashtag on Twitter. No one cares what I'm talking about. Right. But it's like, (laughs) so it's not like just because somebody said that person's canceled doesn't mean they're canceled. Right. But I think the way that you actually get into being canceled is when you double down on something and continue to be problematic and continue to say these same things. Well, now, yes, you are canceled because there are many, many people who are saying you're wrong in this situation. We right. don't want to hear this. Exactly. Apologize for it. That's a, that's what they're saying. That's what truly being canceled is. Being canceled is not just saying canceled. So right. when you get upset about cancel culture, it's not like just because, oh, one Gen Z said you're canceled. Right. The whole world is like, well, guess we got to get rid of Betty White now. That's right. not how that works. Oh, my gosh. But we're going to take a small break and we're going to get a little bit, we're going to get more into cancel culture overall. Pretty much, right? Yeah, we're okay. going to talk about cancel a lot more. All right. So All come right. get canceled with us with our sponsorships. Let's go. All right. This week's podcast is sponsored by BS Incorporated, which just sounds exactly how it is. BS, because we don't have a sponsorship. Please sponsor us and see you next week. Okay, and we're back. So we're going to jump right back into talking about cancel culture. And one thing that I kind of wanted to just bring up, you know, related to apologies and the whole the baby thing is that Often in cancel culture, or just in life in general, I think this is what people have to understand. Sometimes people may say or do something, 
and they may not have meant to harm someone or meant it in a disrespectful way. But what people have to recognize is that just because you didn't mean to hurt someone doesn't mean you're absolved or you don't have to give an apology because it's the effect of what you said. So if someone's coming to you and say, you hurt me because X, Y, and Z, and this just goes beyond cancel culture, just goes and friendships, relationships, whatever. If someone said that you hurt their feelings, point blank and period, you can explain that you didn't mean it that way, but point blank and period, you owe them an apology because at the end of the day, you hurt someone and you hurt someone that you claim that you care about or that you're cool with. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's the effect that you're, that you're apologizing for. And then you can, I think like say, you know, I really did not mean that blah, blah, blah. But I think an apology is still old if you did hurt someone. Yeah. It was actually funny. Me and my mother were watching um, Below Deck and there was an episode. I'm just going to say this really quickly. Um, it was an episode, this guy who was on the show, he's trash. But um, <laughs> at one point he was kind of drunk and he went back into a room. They were in like at a dinner or so. Right. And he like slapped the girl in the face. Oh my gosh. But he was like, oh, like a love tap. Ha ha. You know, it's funny. And the entire table got pissed with him. And the girl was just like traumatized. Like, right. You just slapped me like in front of everyone. Right. And he just, at that point when he was drunk, he just kept going back. Oh no, it was a love tap. It was a love tap. And he wouldn't apologize for it. Right. And like the next day she brought it up to him and he like, even though he apologized, he just kept, reiterating oh but it was just a love tip and i'm like see this is where you're messing up right this girl says hey you hurt me you hit me in the face right you can't come back with oh i'm sorry did i, I hit you too hard but it was just a love tip you she didn't want a love tip right <laughs> she didn't you just don't hands on her you face, know you like... can't just slap you can't slap someone you can't say something and when someone says this is offensive this hurt me or x y and z you can't right. just jump into, well, it, I meant it by this. And I'm sad, I'm mad that you're upset about it. Right. This is not, again, this is not your time to shine. Right, exactly. But let's get into actually cancel culture itself. Because right. I think it, it definitely does have like a negative, a negative sound to it. And I think a lot yeah, of people are like, oh my God, here comes cancel culture. But my thing is a lot of times people who get canceled are for the right reasons. Yeah. You know, R. Kelly... True. I feel like he should really be canceled. Even though there's a section of people where he's not canceled at and they don't understand the cancelization. Include the Boondock said it right because including Mr. Bill Cosby. Some people in our community you know what we're talking about. I'm not talking about Bill Cosby excuse me. Thank you so much. You know, some people in our community don't understand why what mm. he did was possibly wrong. Mm. All they want to keep talking about is the Huxtables, which is a fictional character. Again, but Bill Cosby is on. not uh, Mr. Huxtable. Right. <laughs> that's, exactly. a, that's, a, that's a character. Right. Okay? It's a character. Okay? Oh, gosh. But anyway, <laughs> that's, that was just a side note. I just thought I'd point that out. But, yeah, uh, I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know. Cancel culture, I mean, it does, yeah, like I said, it has a, it has a negative connotation to it. But... Right. At the same time, I feel like a lot of times cancel culture is necessary when it comes to, you know, when it comes to doing something horrible. But I also think that people should also have the opportunity to not be canceled. Like, I feel right, like cancel, right. sometimes I do I do believe the cancel culture is too quick. You know, if someone sees yeah, that, yeah. you know, Lil Nas X posted this one thing when he was 16 years old on Twitter... Right. It's like, okay, again, we all posted or said something stupid when we were a teen. Right. You know, and at the same time, like, I again, 
we're we're not. What is the old saying? They don't cast stones when you're in a glass house. Right, uh, right. A lot of people are casting stones. They're not in a glass house. They're in an open field. <laughs> because it's like you're like, oh my god, I can't believe he right. said X, Y, and Z. Oh, he needs to be canceled. But it's like, look back at what you said to people. Look back to look what, what you said you... five minutes ago. Uh, hey. like, <laughs> <laughs> speak on it. But like, Leah, look back to what you posted. Look back to what you said. Right. We've all said or done something that has been offensive. But at the same time, it's like. If it were to come out or like, you know, someone's supposed to like deep dive into like a Twitter of mine and see I said something inappropriate or something like that, yeah. I would just go into, okay, acknowledge it, apologize for it, move on past it, because that's not who I am anymore. Right. But I think a lot of times it irritates me when people are like, oh no, they said it and they must have mentioned it, so let's just cancel them all together. No, you have to give somebody the opportunity. But at the right. same time, the opportunity to come back from it is not just apologize and do the same exact thing. Right. right. When you get quote unquote canceled, you need to, one, apologize for it. And then also, apology is nothing without actions. So if you're canceled, right. you know, if you're canceled back in 2008 because you said something horrible about the LGBTQ plus community or you said something horrible about black people, you have to be like, oh, that's not who I am anymore. And at the same time, you have to also advocate for the positive side of it, you know. Right. There's some things I feel like you sometimes can't come back from. Sometimes blackface, I feel like sometimes you really can't come back from, depending right. on how. Depending on the okay, well, cancel me. But like, I think depending on the, <laughs> depending on the way you did, like you know, sometimes it's like, oh, can actress put on like a darker bronzer because she was being the uh, the girl with the bantu knots from um, Orange Is New Black. Okay, no. it was offensive, but I don't, I don't know if it was like she was doing it to be racist. It was because like I want to be this character. Right. I don't think her intentions were to, like, I'm going to go make fun of this old monkey girl. Ha, ha, ha. Right. It was just like, oh, okay, but, I wanted to be this girl. I wanted to right. be, you know, I want to be Nicki Minaj, so I put a little darker bronzer on. It's different when it's like you're painting your face entirely black. Right. But even with the bronzer thing, though, I will say, once again, like I said about education, you should know that you're going to get flicked. Like, it's just certain things stay away from, like, Again, I have, you have to think of the time. You have to think, and that's why that's where it kind of gets confusing. Play, I have been I'm plenty sp- of white people on Halloween. I never I'm painted speaking. my face white. Excuse me, thank or you. Or used the foundation. No, no, because I want to hear. <laughs> I'm speaking. Thank you. Um, but no, don't you dare! <laughs> I was about to boo on y'all. You're not gonna, I'm just saying. I think that at that time you just have to kind of see the atmosphere, and that's all I'm saying. Um, I just think that. Some things were seen as appropriate for the most part back then, but now we see like, ooh, that was right. Actually, right. kind of, you know, saying. I was watching an old episode of Golden Girls, and they use a word for a, a little person or a small person. I was like, whoa, they said it back then. But I'm not right. gonna go cancel Betty White and B. Arthur and Estelle Getty, right? Because at that time, and that was a term that was used to describe right. that person, right? And but again, okay, hold on, everybody, before we th- don't throw tomatoes. Again, saying that word versus saying the N-word is very different because the N-word was never a good thing. Let's just put that out there. N-word was never a good way to describe someone. Right. But, because you never saw someone identify as an N-word. <laughs> but you saw someone identify as the M-slur when it's also like a smaller person. They would, oh, that's what I have. Okay, cool. That's what we kind of went on. But at the same time, it's like we've evolved now that that's not a term that's to be used anymore. So... Right. I think you can come back from it because it was like, okay, at that time, this is what it was called. Right. I'm going to switch it up now because I can't say it anymore because they said, okay, that's offensive. Okay, cool. Don't use it anymore. Right. But I think when you can't go back and say, oh, I'm so sorry I said it, 
but then at the same time you're still saying these still saying the slurs or you're still you know or you're still doing stuff that can be seen as cancel worthy right then i think that cancel culture needs to kind of come for you yeah and then that's like when you said evolve like i know we have had a debate oftentimes about cancel culture and comedy and how a lot of people feel like people are being so sensitive like they're a comedian like you're ruining comedy and i always kind of be like nah, i don't I'm always. I personally feel like you shouldn't tell certain jokes. Like if you're not a part of that community, I feel like that's just personally kind of how I feel. Yes, yeah, in certain in certain situations. Like now, one thing, like I said, if you are clearly and have always been clearly maybe uh, advocate. an advocate or ally for this certain group of people, and you're always like you're at the marches and stuff and whatever it may be, and you're making a joke that's kind of, and that's also like the type of joke. Are you laughing with or laughing at? Mm -hmm. And I feel like there's a difference. And a lot of the comedy that we used to see, I feel like leaned a little bit more towards laughing at. And that's why I feel like you have to be careful about speaking on things when you're not a part of that community because it can automatically give a feeling of laughing at because it's like how can you personally identify you get what i'm saying yeah, like, like i mean that. like what like some of my favorite comedians like bernie mac he had a definitely had a couple of stand-ups i mean his show was almost revolving around some of his stand-up but it was a part of parts of his stand-up where he was definitely saying something that was negative against the lgbtq community right but in the same token of like if you go back and listen to what he was saying he was making fun of i think it was like his nephew or so he's making fun of him for being effeminate. But at the same time, he's also kind of doubling down on the fact that he's still my family. I still love him and I will, I will do anything for him. Right. But I'm like, I'm making fun of him. Ha ha. But at the same time, y'all can't make fun of him. Y'all can't call him his name because that's my nephew. I'm saying whatever I want to say right. about him. Right. And like you say, that's the, yeah, because it's like his family member and he made it clear that he loves him. So, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Like, it's like, like, it was like, it's right. like you're making fun of someone, but at the same time, you're also letting them know it's like, I'm not making fun of it because I hate him. I'm making fun of it because it's a funny thing to do. Right. But at the same time, that's my family. I love him. I support everything that he does, X, Y, and Z. But at the same time, I also think that a lot of older comedy, you have to look back, like Joan Rivers. I think for the most part, Joan Rivers was kind of funny. Then she started some things where, like, okay, this is just flat offensive. But at the same time, you have to think that that's what an insult comic is. Like, Howard Stern, even though he's, I think, I don't like him, but he's an insult or shock jock. You know, you think him, you think Wendy Williams, you think Joan Rivers, you think Bianca Del Rio, who's like a drag queen and a comedian. Right. They are, that's what what their comedy is to just, like, kind of out the box, shock. Right. You know, so it's like... I don't know, you know. Yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know, because I feel like, I don't know, just, it's just because someone was trying to joke doesn't make it right. I don't know. It's just, because I feel like there's certain people, like, I feel like you kind of understand more of the nuance, but then it's some people that I see on, like, Twitter and stuff that just plain old because the person is a comedian, they be like, they should be able to get away with it. And I'm like... No, because why were they making? Because you can make jokes I out mean, of hate. The white comedian, the white comedian is walking on stage and said, "So n words are stupid, right?" Right. That's not a joke. That's not a joke, right? <laughs> that's that's not the joke. That's not a joke. It's not funny. It's not. Anything. <laughs> it's like, it's inappropriate. Right. Right. So there's a difference when you come on the stage and if it's like if 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 a white comedian 
made fun of black people in a certain way that was like, oh, ha ha. Like, he just walked up and said, so anyway, there's a lot of black people in here. Where's the watermelon and the grape soda? <laughs> that's not a joke. Yeah, I'm going to get a shoe thrown at your head or a fist. Probably. <laughs> okay, let's not talk about throwing shoes because the baby got triggered. <laughs> um, but yeah, like, that's not the joke. Right. But if it was a joke and it was kind of, like, centered around this situation. Right. We get it. Right. It makes sense because it's funny. But you can't, like... Being a shock jock or a, like a or insult comic is not walking up and just being offensive. Right, right. That's not how that works, you know. Right. It's, where are the jokes? Bring the jokes. Right. So, unfortunately, I have to cancel this conversation because we have two minutes to get through our weekly rant. So, are we going to do... Or I have one that's really quick. Yeah, you and, go ahead. Uh, right. In certain areas, people calm your nerve. Stop being so just overdramatic about... I don't... Like, I just be out and about, and it just seems like in certain areas, I don't know if it's because what's going on in society and just a lot of things, but people just seem so overly aggressive and just ready to fight about everything and every little thing. And it's just like, calm down, relax yourself. Do you need an Apple Watch to tell you when to breathe? Like, just re- just relax yourself and everything this, will this be all right. This podcast is sponsored by Apple Watch. Yep. <laughs> Apple, you heard that? I just gave you... I just gave you a shout out to about five people, so we better get a sponsor. <laughs> so I want five uh, Apple products right. in the mail. So that's just my weekly rant. Just calm down. Do you have one? I have a rant, and I'm just going to say it like this. I, we're in the middle of a, the coronavirus, okay? We're in the <laughs> middle of a Pandora Express, okay? <laughs> this is even before uh, the Pandora. Back up away from people. Get right. out of my personal space. Right. Personal space is a thing. Right. Get away from me. There's been so many times before COVID was a thing, while COVID is a thing, and whenever COVID is over. Get away from me. Right. Stop standing so close to me. Why are you so close? Right. Why it are is- you on the speakerphone and why are you in my ear? Back up. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I, like, I concur. What is going Personal space. Yeah. I want a six feet before six feet was a rule. Right. Give me six feet. Get out of my neck. Go away. Right. I definitely agree with that. But, guys, thanks for um, listening and tuning in next week. I think our next topic is actually about COVID. That was a good segue into oh, next week's topic. So, stay in tune, stay in tune for that. You're not and... afraid of Cronova. Oh, gosh. See you guys. Bye. Bye.